to Al Jan's, I'm out. After my brother's funeral, life just went on. I kept doing what I needed to do to um, remain sober. Uh, I kept busy, I was working, doing stuff around home. But there's something that wasn't right um, in me. Uh, I just, yeah, I just didn't feel, feel flat. Um, yeah, I didn't um, feel great. Uh, I know, like it's, um, I know I was still getting over my brother, but there was something else there, and I wasn't sure what it was. I was a bit tired, a bit mopey, um, and then, um, yeah, and I realised it was uh, depression had kicked in, and, um, yeah, well, I got to the point where I was having um, suicidal thoughts. Um, I was thinking, you know, I'm 47, I've had a good life, I've done well. Um, I just want to go up, 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 up there, up, upstairs in heaven, to join my brother, who was lost twelve months earlier, and that was my way of thinking at the time. But then, um, but then I started thinking, sure, if I did take my life, how would my wife feel, my son? How would my friends feel? And I thought, how would how would I feel? If I if my best mate took his own life, and that was going around in my head for a few months, back and forth, and then one day, um, I was at the backyard, and I was getting clothes off the clothesline, and uh, my wife said to me, uh, "What's going on?" I noticed like you've been a bit a bit flat, a bit down. I said, "I said I'm all right." She goes, "Look, if you don't tell me, I'm going to bash you." So I sort of half laughed at that and then um, I told her what, what I was going through and um, of course she was upset but she said thank you for telling me because in the past she said you would have gone to the shed and you would have drank all that crap down and bottled it and didn't worry about it, which was true. I would have drank away, I would have drank away my feelings. So... Um, Yes, so with the help of my wife, um, I went to our local doctor and got a referral and I got grief counselling because, as I mentioned before, my mum had passed away too and she passed away 15 months before my brother. So I, in some way I suppose I was grieving over my mum as well as my brother, so I went to grief counselling, uh, which was um, which was uh, a great help. Um, in my journey and um, and it's something in the past I would have been afraid of but now I'm not yeah so um, it's coming up to uh, five years this year in September I mean sorry in November since my brother went and so I wrote this poem I'd like to read it out now I wrote this this poem last month it's titled RNJ I know it's been five but I wish you were still here.
Still here to talk footy. Still here to have a laugh. Still here to be a family man. Still here to be my brother. The laughter is kids. Family trips away. Firecrackers and letterboxes. And getting into strife. A weekly phone chat and a cold beer together are all fond memories I keep inside my heart. You know I miss you every day. Miss being your brother. Miss you being around. So until we meet again, my bro, I'll keep wearing the parachutes at night. It's my way of having you close by and forever in my heart. Yeah, so I finally, um, I finally made um, some closure with my brother and my mum, uh, which felt great. And I was managed to uh, have an early outlook on my life, and um, and that's when I started doing um, a gratitude prayer, morning and night, just five things I'm grateful for in my life. And I've been doing that ever since that period, um, which has been fantastic. Um, there was another um, time when I had a had a. Um, an out-of-body experience, you could say. Um, yeah, my wife was out visiting her family and uh, for lunch, and um, I was home with my son, and she said, I'm a bit late, you mind feeding the horses? Yeah, no worries. I fed the horses, and I was walking up from the bottom paddock, and something triggered me. I don't know what it was, but something triggered me um, back back when I was drinking and um, I got really cranky. I can't remember what it was about now, but I went into like an autopilot. It was weird, like, it was like, it wasn't me. Um, Yeah, I continued to the horses. I did all that. I came inside. Um, I cooked dinner. I I don't remember cooking dinner, but I did. Um, My wife came over and said, you all right? I said, I said, I don't know. I said, I said, it's hard to explain. I don't know what's going on, but something's not right. And she said, do you want to go to an AA meeting? I said, nah. I said, I'm just going to lay down on our bed. Because my son was watching the movie, so I just laid down on, my, on the bed with my son watching this movie. Um, the next thing I sort of remember, next day waking up, and uh, it felt like it, it never had happened. It was so bizarre. And I'm glad it haven't it had it hasn't happened again since that since that day. It was, it was just totally weird. I'm not sure what it was. A sober blackout. I don't know. It was just bizarre. And that brings us to the end of another podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be kind to yourself.